Hi, it's Kirk from The Divorce Workshop. You're listening to Life Changes Channel. Life comes with many changes. Some are expected, some are unexpected, some positive, some challenging. But you don't have to navigate them alone. There are people who care and want to help. You're in the right place because I'm here to connect you with them. What is your next step? Making choices that involve change can be difficult. Where can you find the resources who have answers for your questions? Our team of experts and professionals can help you make informed decisions with less stress to help you manage these changes in your life easier. You'll also meet people just like you who share their stories to encourage you not to give up. Hi, I'm Dina Court, an author, blogger, publisher, and empowerment coach. Thank you for joining me today on the Life Changes Channel podcast, where we'll cover topics around life changes that you might be facing in your career and education, health, finances, relationships, parenting, aging, real estate, lifestyle, loss, and personal growth. This show started out as a Divorce Magazine Canada podcast, but so much of the content could also apply even if you aren't dealing with a divorce or separation. So now... It's Life Changes Channel. There will still be lots of information to support you or someone you care about who is dealing with divorce or separation. I encourage you to go back and meet all the incredible guests in the earlier episodes. There is so much gold there. And hey, did you know we have a YouTube channel, a new Life Changes channel, and free magazines with articles from our team available across much of Alberta, as well as on our website, lifechangesmag.com. We also hold online divorce resource groups that are free to attend and everyone is welcome. Check out the links in the show notes and be sure to join us. We love bringing experts to you. Please refer to our terms of service available on our website lifechangesmag.com and stay tuned at the end for the legal language. Ready? Here we go. Joining me on the show today in the Divorce Diaries series is Kirk Mosna. He and his wife, Karen, are developing a workbook, a divorce workbook, that is something you can take through different steps and stages as you experience a divorce. But he also has a personal story about alienation as a parent and how that has affected him and how he's dealing with that. It's a very interesting experience to consider because you you aren't always aware of what can happen as a parent, even when you feel that you were very close to your child. So let's hear his story and learn more about this book that they are putting together for you, which will be coming out soon. Welcome, Kirk. I am really excited to talk to you today because you have some personal experience that we want to hear more about and also what you were doing with that and how that has been part of the why and what you and your wife Karen are developing for people. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm very pleased to have you here and I'm happy that you guys reached out and connected. So please tell us more about you and and what you're up to. Well, thanks for having us uh, on. And uh, yeah, we're, uh, Karen and I started the divorce workshop a couple of years ago and um and it's uh we're both divorced and we figured we'd be able to um offer our um skills and our experiences 
uh, in helping others to uh, kind of navigate this uh, difficult journey. It's uh, divorce is difficult, and it certainly is um, uh, a journey. And it has like every journey, there's ups and downs. And uh, but it's um, uh, part of it is it's it's very complex. And so when we started to uh, do the research, and Karen Karen's a, a thanatologist, so she has experience as a grief specialist. So she her her skills and her um, counseling skills all kind of came together with um, with you know divorce because it there's a lot of grief in divorce. Uh, there's many many emotions involved, and, and she studied most of them. Now myself, I'm a designer, so I I was able to offer my uh, you know. Uh, graphic skills and web de- web design skills to kind of bring it all together and make it into something that's easy to present and presentable. And, and uh, so what we chose to uh, develop it is rather than kind of a passive reading book, we decided to make a, what we call a workbook. So a workbook being uh, kind of something that you are, uh, you know, you kind of get active in uh, it's hands-on. So it's, we call it the divorce workshop uh, workbook. It's a hands-on guide to everything divorce. So when I say hands-on, it means that you kind of have to do work. Um, but, but it's all work. That's, that's fairly easy to get through. And it's like one page at a time versus having to kind of, uh, read, uh, somebody else's experience of divorce and how they got through it or how you should get through it. We, uh, help you to go through some self-tests to, to learn more about yourself and how you can d- get through this yourself. And then we do exercises in, in there, what we call, because it's a workbook, we call it workouts. So uh-huh. we try to Clever. keep it more like you're going to benefit from this uh, in many ways. You're going to learn about yourself and then you're going to get stronger by um, doing the exercises and the workouts. So um Having said that, there's there's we have like six units in it, and it starts with insights to help you to kind of get a a handle of what divorce really is, and it helps you to um, to kind of learn right from the get go that uh, you, you know most people's reaction to divorce is adversarial, and because let's face it, a lot of us are angry because you know it, this thing didn't work out, and this other person you know. It was, you know, for one reason or, or another, you need, you wanted to get a divorce. So there's a lot of emotions involved. So we said, you've got to, from the get-go, you need to kind of change your attitude about it. You treat it adversarially, then you're going to get a fight. And and a fight can go on and on and on and on for years. And the best thing for a divorce is to get it over with and move on with your life. So insights helps you with strategies. And then we had... Um, uh, fine uh, legal because let's 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 face it um, there's a lot of legal changes that you made when you got married and then there's a lot of legal changes you have to undo when you get divorced then we have um, uh, a section on emotions which deals with some of the emotions in it and as I mentioned earlier there is workouts and tests that you can learn about yourself that um, help you to get uh, control of your emotions because that's really um it's really important because if not, as I said earlier, like about in insights, if you don't, you're just going to get uh, yourself into trouble. And when you get yourself into trouble, your ex is going to fight right back and you're going to both be in trouble because it's going to last and last. 
Then we go to finance because that is one of the biggest worries that we find in um, in divorces. Uh, now what? Uh, you know, if it's really fair, you're splitting your um, your assets and your incomes, and and uh, and let's face it, it's like it's not going to be the same life that you had before because it's basically slashed in half. And so finance is a big thing that we have to deal with. And then if you have children, then dealing with children and how to deal with them and what to look out for. Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, talk in the children's about alienation. That's something that I got uh, that happened to me. And it um, and I and so it's kind of a something that I I want to urge people to become aware of as soon as possible so you can deal with it. And then uh, the final uh, chapter uh, and which kind of the right place to be is is recovery and how do you recover? So there's uh, there's some exercises uh, to help you to recover and to uh, get you to get your get to know yourself again because. In divorce, like in marriage, you become uh, somewhat of a different person because if you don't, then your marriage isn't going to work anyway. So, but you've got to basically you become a you become kind of a you become a couple. Well, when you become divorced, you're no longer that. So you have to undo that, and you have to often refine who you are and become that new person so that you can move on. Because if not, you don't you don't heal, right? And yeah. You got to just keep moving on. So that's kind of in a nutshell. Um, though, so the book's got about a hundred. It's going to be about one hundred and fifty pages. We're we're at um, we're this is kind of our second time we're writing it through, but we're on chapter five right now. So we've got a we've got one more chapter to get through, and um, it's it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work because, uh, uh, as I said, it, it's not like just writing and typing. It's I, I, because I'm, a, I have to do a lot of drawing. I, I needed to make the book very um, inviting because uh, one of the risks with when somebody says it's a workbook is that I mean I have to do work. I don't want to do work. Well, we try to make it as uh, inviting as possible. So it's a, it's kind of a, a nicer looking book. So it's something that you can go through one page at a time, and there's. Uh, there's some stories in there. Uh, it's just a way to kind of um, make it not a uh, uh, too much work for somebody, but something that they can kind of pick up, do a page, and then put it away, and then do another page if, when they're when they feel like they need to do something. So, you know, Kirk, that's our book. There's so many there's so many things about this that are really beautiful. I feel like this is a labor of love that you two have. It's a gift that you are offering to people from your own experiences, from, uh, you know, Karen's education as well around grief. And it's one thing to pick up a book and read, but to be able to customize it, work through it, interact with it from wherever you are at that time and to and pace yourself and, uh, and, and have these encouraging actions even like, there's there's tangible things you can do there's writing or there's exercises there's, mm -hmm. there's maybe you just read it and you don't know what you want to write at that moment or you don't know how this applies to your life but it's still it still is in your mind and can really be beneficial so i really appreciate mm -hmm. how you 
put a lot of intention and thought into the person using it. How will it be received? It's it's aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing as well as it doesn't look like a daunting workbook, like this is going to be homework or heavy mm -hmm. assignments. It's done to actually self-help, to actually give people opportunity to help guided by you know what you built so i i just think that's phenomenal thank you and, that, you, uh, you really you really hit hit it on the head because really when you're reading a, a book uh it's not about you it's yes. about the, it's about the author and yeah there's wisdom coming from the author but what you said was really cool is that it is it's about you and you're doing the work and you're discovering stuff about yourself and what and the book is intended and like you like you pointed out it's intended to find out stuff about you not about the author right because the author like the other like we're the authors obviously but like when you read a passive reading book it's all of the author's uh insights not yours where you start to become a con in control of this book because it's about you not about somebody else right and that's that's cool that you picked up on that so quickly yeah. Well, that's good that that's that the intention is that clear. I love knowing that there are other people's stories and insights available because so much of what the content I offer, like you speaking today, helps people out there know they aren't alone. It's very important that they do hear those stories and those insights, but then to also have a tool like what you've created where they can interact with it, they start writing their own story and actually exploring through guided by you and the work that you and Karen have put into this. And they feel like there's someone who cares and has built this for them and is now going to help them work through these very difficult portions of, of the healing process and then offer them a recovery chapter at the end. So I think that's great. Now, I want to unpack what you hinted about earlier, um, some of the experiences that you have had and, and how that has been a very important area that you wanted to caution and and help people navigate with with regards to the alienation is that what yes. you're referring to yeah yes, yeah um i yeah i i don't want to sound victimy or anything because um let's face it guys just don't that's not what we're about we're, we we always put on a strong face um so I'm not going to, I'm going to try to avoid being victim. So what I, I'm, I'm going to hit a timeout here Kurt, okay. because I don't want guys like yourself or anybody listening. The, the men's mental health around this yes. is very concerning because they, uh, they feel that they aren't, you know, they have to be tough. They can't be the victim. Um, when we talk about abuse, you know, one in four men, one in three women, are affected by abuse that's a very high statistic and a lot of people don't realize that men struggle with this and men's mental health is just as important as women's and they have they have struggles too so i don't want to discount um you know the struggle whether it was from the father's side or the mother's side uh so please go ahead and you know we're going to we're going to use that filter to listen to your story. Well, thank you for saying that. Yeah, it, you're you're right. It's um, our mental health is uh, is like just as important, and we're just as fragile and vulnerable. Uh, sometimes more because um, people don't like uh, you know because as a as a society we we frown upon weak weak men, 
um, that's just not what we're supposed to be. So, but yeah, you're right. We're, we're vulnerable. We're, we're, um, our mental health is, uh, can be affected. Um, I, I feel pretty good. Um, I wish, um, I had been more aware of it. So really, um, okay. So essentially what happened in my, in my, uh, experience is I, um, I, 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 I told my ex that it's I it's time that we get a divorce, and uh, she she um, she was not too happy about that idea. It's not something that she wanted, um, and uh, she from the onset she 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 digested it. Came back to me the next day and she says, "I'm going to make your life uh, hell," and and this is so. I was at the dinner that we were having lunch. I was having lunch with my son at the, uh, in the kitchen and she came up and said, I'm going to make your life hell. And so, um, and she did, she, uh, she, she was very good at that. And um, so that was kind of the beginning of it. And so um, what happened uh, after that is uh, as I, I lived in the house for another, uh, I'm going to say another six months. And then she told me at the, at the beginning of the uh, January she says it's okay so now you're moving out i says okay fine so i moved out and um uh at that point i i kept in touch with my children um my uh my oldest son i, I had i i regularly saw um my younger son um uh he's he's very much like me he's uh he's a uh graphic designer and a uh, podcaster and a videographer and a, he's just into tech and all that stuff so so he would he was he was uh, 17 at the time and he was he had just started developing his um his his youtube channel and so on so he would constantly uh send me um like images and say kirk uh or pa you know can you can you help me uh I've, I've got to get this up by five o'clock and i need uh, this image redone can you help me how do you do it and so i could whip these things off pretty quickly for him so i helped him so i you know i was i was living somewhere else but i was still basically helping him uh do his work and we had we had always had a good uh, relationship so um and we continued that for about uh another eight months and so on and then um then um, uh, my ex decided that she was going to give my mother a uh, piece of her mind because she felt that my mother was the cause of the divorce, which obviously she wasn't because my mother didn't live with us. My mother would see us very, very seldomly, actually. And so she um, she called my mother up and, and called her every name in the book and um and said that i was a weasel and that my mother was i i don't want to even say the words here but every name in the book and um and my mother was at the time was uh 83 and so my mother all my mother could do is uh is really say uh i'm sorry and she hung up and so she hung up on it now i find out um uh, from my oldest son uh, that that um she had um, done this. She had made this call in front of my children as well. So this was kind of, it seemed like this was the, this is at the point when my youngest son decided to, I guess you could say ghost me as, as they say, young people say. So I, I, I had only, um, like I said, I had prior to that, I had 
uh, regular contact with them and I would help them every opportunity I could. And, um, and then this, this seemed to happen. And then, um, uh, uh, I saw my son five years ago, uh, after I dropped off my oldest son to my ex's sisters uh, on Christmas, my, I asked if my son could come out, my younger son come out. He sat in the car with me for five minutes and we talked for a few minutes and then, uh, he went back and, and we, um, and I haven't talked to him or seen him since he won't respond to my emails or anything emails, texts, phone calls. I get nothing, nothing. So um, I, at this point, I had not even known what the word, like I knew what an alien was because that was in science fiction, but I didn't know what alienation was. So um, parental alienation. So I started to read about read up on this and I had met Karen uh, about five years ago and she started to, she started to talk about what this word alienation was and um and she said yeah people call it a bunch of different things Co coercive control uh abuse by proxy um or alienation so we started to do we started to do some research into this and we um found uh dr amy baker she's uh she's a very famous uh child psychologist who uh, has done a lot of work in alienation, parental alienation. And she said, you call it whatever you want, but she calls it alienation. So I'm just going to talk, a, call, call it alienation. So um, that was like in a, in a kind of in a very, very short, like that was five years of alienation. So it's been about, actually been about six years now since I really uh, had a chance to see my, my youngest son. And he's now 24. So, uh, parts of the problem was that I was not aware of this this um, this 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 thing called alienation. So that was part of the the first problem. The second was um, I didn't I wasn't I didn't know I was a risk of it. Like I didn't know I as a as a father who had always been um, uh, like connected with my kids either through music, uh, through homework, and through um, uh, graphics and videos and helping them with all their computer related projects and school projects. I didn't know I was at risk of that because I thought I had a, like an excellent relationship with them. And we laughed and we, you know, I, we did everything together. And then all of a sudden um, it happened. So um, I didn't realize I was at risk of it. Okay. So, and then I needed, I need, like, I didn't even, uh, I guess I could say that, I didn't know what to look for either, but all I knew was this, my son, my youngest son wasn't talking to me anymore and I couldn't get a hold of him. And then um, my oldest son, who I, I was continuing to talk to, would tell me stuff of what was going on and the kind of things that were being said about me to uh, my children, to uh, to our, our friends, to her family and so on. So I I I do now know what alienation is i know what children do um i know what what uh, exes do in order to uh, alienate you from from your uh, family um i have a sense of why they do it and it's um it's totally messed up thing because it it really when you when you like the way amy baker uh describes it it is child abuse and child abuse um like 
I don't think my ex sees it that way. She sees it that um, she needs to she needs to like to punish me for divorcing her. And what she's doing is she's punishing me through my children. But in fact, what she's doing is she's punishing me, but she's also punishing my children. And that is the abuse part. And that is something that um, people who alienate, like they don't get it because they're so uh, angry or they're so uh, wrapped up in um, making your life hell, right? Which is what she, which is what her promise was that they don't really kind of uh, understand that. So it sounds very vindictive and manipulative. Vindictive. Good word. Um, you know, manipulating the, the children's perception of reality uh, with, you know, what what is their motive? It's, it, you know, to alienate, yes, to punish, um, gain control, like you said, coercive control is another term for this. Yes. It's very unfortunate. But tell us more what you've learned and, and what well manipulation that's a great word because that is in fact what it is it's manipulating a young person's mind who is very impressionable and where children you know until they reach a certain age like you know when kids get you know in their 20s they don't really want to they don't really care what you say right they, well, but they trust they trust a parent they trust and especially young children they trust because they they've that's like you're their parent that like you're supposed to know stuff so so younger children but even up to you know 17 18 year olds they they can be manipulated and amy dr amy baker says yeah they can be manipulated because this is why you'll find young people um joining gangs and being um kind of coerced into doing drugs and doing other things that are not good for them um so uh, to think that a, a teenager cannot be manipulated, uh, psychologically manipulated, isn't true. Like so, um, but it just the, like I guess the the point I was trying to say is that you need to address it uh, as the alienated or targeted parent. You need to address it as soon as possible because as they get older, there's less and less you can do. So so. Um, as as I was saying with with me, my my children were seventeen and twenty two, so um, it's not like I could go to court and say you know my my ex is not allow manipulating my children so they they won't see me because the courts are going to say uh, sorry it's like they they're 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 almost adults they they have their own minds at this point, so the idea then is to like if you're if if you have young children and you observe um, uh, certain uh, uh, things that your children are doing or saying, and for example, if they start calling you by your first name, um, that's not a good thing. It suggests that you are no longer your their dad or their mother. Um, another example is is if they start talking and criticizing you like an adult would. Like, for example, um, if um, uh, like uh, my ex was spreading news, like when like we separated, I was living somewhere else. Um, I started to date uh, after about six months. And so my ex would tell my children that I was whoring around. I was dating. She tells she tells them I'm whoring around. 
And she said that she, and my, my oldest son was saying that, yeah, she told anybody who would listen. So all, all our family, friends, and so on. That was the message. It wasn't dating. It was whoring around. So, so if your child says, oh, you're whoring around, and your child, and that kind of language is really not their, their, you know, like they're 12 years old and they're saying that, well, sounds like somebody else is telling them that. Or if they say, you know, you're 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 not a good money manager. Well, you know that that's that's been put in their heads rather than them formulating the the um, that sort of uh, criticism of you. Um, so those are the kinds of things that that come up and you start to observe. Now, it's 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 something you can you can like if if you see this in your children, you can do something about it right away. Now, in my case. I couldn't do anything because I wasn't, I couldn't see my children. So it wasn't like I could, um, you know, basically connect with my child and say, let's, you know, let's, uh, let's kind of talk about this or let's do, let's do something together. Cause my child was, wasn't, wasn't willing to see me. Um, but if you are like, if you do have a, um, a child that is like, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old and you're seeing them, what, like the best approach, and this is something that uh, Dr. Baker had mentioned, was that what you need to do is you need to connect with them and and not correct them. So she has this five-stage uh, thing that basically addresses how to connect versus correct. And as a as a like it's a it's a it's a knee-jerk reaction to say, like, say, like um, for example, if if your your kid says you're hurrying around, it's your knee-jerk reaction is to say, Oh, uh, who told you that? That's that's not true. Like it's I can prove it. I'm just, you know, I'm just dating. I'm not going around. Just and so what you're that's not what you're supposed to do because that's putting them on the defense. So so Im imagine you you're on the defense, and then two seconds later you get a text from your from a, 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 a woman you're dating, and 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 it's like, oh, it's and and they happen to see on your phone who it's from well then they're like you're you're being defensive and they're seeing proof of this now on your phone so what dr baker says is just just address it in a different way connect with them say i'm i'm um i'm uh, uh i understand that you're 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 um angry about uh this and i really appreciate you telling me this and and you basically go through this thing where you're connecting rather than trying to, you know, correct them. You're just connecting and saying, I understand you're you're angry and so on. And and the goal is to is to um really validate their feelings rather than um correct them. Because like as I said, a knee-jerk reaction as people is like if 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 somebody accuses you of something, your knee-jerk reaction is to say, no, that's, that didn't happen, right? It's like, who said that? Like, and get, and get angry. Well, that's not what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to lead up to, to telling them um, after we connect with them and we, we, we validate them is to say, um, I understand that, that what you're saying um, makes you angry, but it's not what, what you, like, that's not true. What, what, what um what you've been told and so but you don't you don't kind of like uh try to you know 
become the the lawyer and say no it's this is this this and this and it's 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 untrue and your mother's just doing that to hurt me and blah 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 that's the worst thing you can do that's what she says so so instead what you're trying to do is you try to connect with them and to show them that you really do uh, love them and care about them and you kind of slip in the idea that that you um that that the the uh things that you've been accused of are not true and then the final thing is just to appeal to their kind of like uh emotional side and say you know like we uh, i'm really glad that you you brought this up because if i was you know if if i heard that about uh, uh somebody i probably too would be would be upset so it's it's really a, a matter of connecting and validating them and showing them that you're that you're you're lovable you're you care about them and that is what a parent is supposed to do. So uh, unfortunately, some of the mistakes I made was when I told my ex that I that I, I want a divorce, I didn't bring the whole family together. And as a as a as a couple, we didn't tell the kids that we were going to be divorced. It and that was a mistake of mine. And I, I, again, I didn't do the research and I should have. And I, but now I know that the best way to handle a situation like when you have kids is to announce it as a couple rather than it's one sided. So, um, and then what happens, what happened in my case is she told them her side of the story, which is, um, you know, I'm a bad person and this and that. And I'm, you know, whatever for, and, and 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 what she how she framed it which i can understand is that i abandoned them and that is a very 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 typical uh like um alienation uh, strategy because it's not that our marriage didn't work and we needed to like for the sake of everybody we needed to like to divorce separate and divorce no it was all my doing and it was i was abandoning them no, I wasn't divorcing her. I was abandoning them, right? And that I I could see as a child could, uh, even as old as seventeen could could say, "Oh, that's not a good thing. He must be a bad person if if he abandoned us." So, um, so if I guess if anyone who's listening is is considering divorcing and you're announcing it, make sure that you bring your whole family together and announce it as a couple rather than hear it from one side only because that's what happened with me i think that's really great advice too kirk because i've heard from some divorce coaches and mediators that the, the optimal time to see them is when they're you're in the contemplation stage you can start planning even role playing some of those difficult conversations so that there is less of a negative impact and less of a strong reaction you've already explored some you know what now what will happen what what now like so here's what is going to happen but i've already thought through how this maybe could could work and not just drop a bomb and walk away and who knows you know what falls out of that and the reactions and the fear and the terror and the drama that is created so you know the whole rival comp competitiveness will also come out where you know the, the kids are caught in the middle and which parent is right and who's playing dirty and who's you know just 
unaware maybe even of what's absolutely what's, what this what the rules of, of this war are so i think it's really interesting and i just heard something at a conference yesterday that really stuck with me is if if someone shows you red flags or you see red flags don't try and change the color yeah that's uh that's something that karen always says she goes if someone if someone shows you who they are believe it mm -hmm. and that's exactly the same thing as you're saying um, so you're you're right, and and um, mediation would help and to get a lot of that uh, up front. However, however, and it, and it I don't know if it would have worked with my ex because like like I, I was saying, sh her her knee jerk reaction was vindictiveness, and how I'm going to get you back, and I'm going to make your life hell. So one of the one of the tests that we do in in our in our book is to find out um, who you're divorcing and and so it makes you kind of aware of and to start to study like like a like a detective would in your in your mind and on paper what who you're divorcing and to follow that up we we also do a, a test like beside it who you are because you might be your worst own your worst enemy so if you're if you're very combative and you're you know you've got to win every single fight and every argument is is uh, well you're going to be the the problem however um, like like i said but if you're if you if you take that test and you find out who you're really divorcing and you find and what we kind of we kind of rated as to you know how like there's about 10 or 12 questions that kind of go through it and 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 the depending on what you score it kind of tells you where you should be going in terms of legal help and like I did a DIY divorce um I don't know how I did it but I did it um because I I did it immediately and that was the thing. So I was still in the house, and this was like three days after I um, uh, I announced it. I said, uh, you know, she said, okay, fine, we're going to divorce. And I said, okay, well, she said, I'm going to go get a lawyer. I says, well, before you do that, I said, you know, a lawyer is going to cost uh, us at least 10000 uh, each, okay, minimally, okay? So I said, rather than doing that, why don't we just do this like uh, like together and do it uh like online and we did it online it was like it was we got it we, we hammered out a separation agreement i gave her everything so it was really easy for her so it's it's not um it wasn't difficult i just i just tried to be as fair it was me who was looking for this divorce so i was willing to kind of just be uh as fair as as anybody could be and i was i gave her like i said pretty much everything and um um so because of that, um, like I was able to, like I said, do a DIY divorce or like uh, what, what's the other uh, kitchen What's table divorce kitchen they call table, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the other one. Yeah, I, DIY, I'm <laughs> handy, handyman. Uh, but um, but part of it says like if you if if you score um, when you do this, who am I divorcing and who you are, and you and you go through it, and you, and part of what it does is it helps you to say, okay, you you. Like if you're very amicable, yeah, you could do what uh, what I did. I don't know why. Like the way I did it is, I appealed to her sense of of um, of um, what like her like she valued money very much. So I said, well, you know, if you want to 
if you want to give, if you want to put your uh, lawyers, uh, kids through school, well, let's go to see a lawyer. I said, I don't really like that idea. I'd rather us do it ourselves and, and we can get through this. And so that worked for me. Um, however, had I, had I got gone the, the route that she had said, cause she wanted to go, um, uh, legal, like through, through lawyers, um, I don't know if I'd be divorced right now because she is so she was so difficult and she wanted everything that she could possibly put on the table. And so um, one of the uh, like part of the advice that 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 we've heard, we've got from from legal people and from um, and for ourselves is to say, um, get it done as quickly as you can, because if it lingers, it just goes on and on and on. And it just gets as as everybody knows. Uh, it just gets more and more expensive. And, and so <laughs> what's that? And messy. And messy, right? And um and uh you know and more collateral so, damage. There's... Oh collateral damage is huge. Well like you know because because if you have kids, these are the kinds of things so if if the other person doesn't get what they want, what are they gonna do? They're gonna get back at you one way or the other. And and children, going back to alienation, they're that they're the best, um, you know, kind of uh, defense for uh, somebody who's trying to alienate you, right? Or trying to get back at you. Um, you know, like the industry is talking about a bunch of different things. They're, they call, you know, there's a lot of talk about narcissism and NPD and, and so on. And, you know, the the more the person is like this, the like, and, and, and suffers from, and NPD or makes you suffer from NPD, mm -hmm. the more likely they're going to be alienators because they just have to win, right? That's just their way. And um, so again, it's just get it, get her, uh, you know, get it going, get through it as quickly as you can. Um, and you might, you know, like you're, it's, it's, it's a lot of work, um, but the quicker you get it done, the, uh, the happier you're going to be. And uh, so uh, my, my divorce went through really quickly. Karen's was different. She, she had similar situations, uh, like similar kind of person uh, who had to make her life miserable. And uh, hers is uh, takes a lot, it's taking a lot longer and it just is um, uh, it's, it's um, it's just so stressful on, uh, on, uh, uh, on your emotions. Um, I like that. I think that's a good place to kind of wrap up today. Uh, you know, be cooperative. Try and get through this as quick as you can. Consider other options that you know you can hopefully do amicably, and and watch for those red flags where you may be facing some alienation as a parent. I think that's that's amazing. So, your contact information will be shared in the show notes so people can reach out and connect with you. And I really highly recommend that people check out your uh, Instagram, your social media posts, because there's so much value. You guys have put out some really great content there that is very informative and supportive and encouraging for, for people around divorce and separation. So we are excited to be watching for your new workbook that's coming out. And we'll have you and Karen back on the show and introduce the book when that is available as well. And there's just, there's so much gold that you guys have to offer. Thank you for the gift that you're creating. 
for everyone. And uh, we will definitely talk again. Well, thanks for inviting us on the show. It's, uh, it was a real pleasure uh, meeting you and uh, uh, you're doing great work and uh, what a great uh, service you're providing for uh, for people going through this very difficult um, uh, journey. So thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Hopefully you heard something today that helps you wherever you might be in life. Do you have questions or a suggestion for a topic you want to know more about? Let me know. Check the show notes for all the contact information. Follow this podcast and find us on social. Know anyone who might find this information helpful? Be a friend and share it. And hey, thank you for hanging out with me today. Keep smiling that beautiful smile. The world needs your sunshine. It means a lot that you spend this time with us and meet our experts and professionals who can help you through whatever life changes you're facing. Please refer to our terms of service available on our website, lifechangesmag.com. The link is in the show notes. Our disclaimer, Divorce Magazine Canada, Life Changes Magazine and Channel and Divorce Resource Groups are intended to educate and provide quality, credible resource information. The contents should not be used as factual until consultation with the appropriate professionals for any guidance. Divorce Magazine Canada, Life Changes Magazine, Life Changes Channel, as well as the Divorce Resource Groups, do not constitute endorsements for, nor liability for any claims made in the presenting of this information.